Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, good afternoon, folks. Welcome to Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez. I am joined in the house with Chip Cherimbus and, of course, my co-host, Oklahoma Brian. We're on Sports Byline USA Radio Network, American Forces. You can find us on iHeart, streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and we're also on Twitter. Uh, Brian, nice to see you, buddy. Guess who we got in the house? Mr. Cherimbus here. It's Thursday, so uh, I expected it. All right. Nice to see you, Chip. Wait a minute, hold on a second. Hang on, we got we got Chip. Oh, that's right. Chip has got a mic problem. I I figured when we had my IFB that included the microphone. Um, No, it's always great to be back because I got some interesting things to throw at Frank today after the beating he gave us last Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. But the only thing is, is I can't wait. Brian, you got some really good stuff. Of course, everybody got to wait for the third segment. We're on fire, six and one again. Uh, We came in. Brian, what was it yesterday? Uh... We came in with Joey's and your no, you liked LSU. We shamed you on the LSU. Joey <laughs> I, did. He had Florida. To be fair, I did like Florida in the first half. <laughs> okay, but you know, if we were six and one. I believe we had Florida, Georgetown. We went with Northern Georgetown. Iowa. Northern Iowa under under in Auburn for me. Uh, we had the Duke game under, and then our only loss uh, was, uh, Duke minus nine. So for the week, fifth street sports along slash Joey Cassano, we are 16 and six, baby. That's pretty darn good, buddy. I haven't done the math, but I believe that is uh, profitable. 16 and six. No, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. I take that back. It's 16 and five. That's even better. Oh. Yeah. 16 okay. And five. All right. Unless so, you're, unless you're laying minus minus one ninety, you're probably doing all right at that. Yeah, we are red hot. But the only thing I was going to tell you is, and a couple of the folks yesterday on the show came in and said, you're doing great in those um, added games and extra games, but they think your play is a little bit, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit uh, wanting in the um, big NCAA schedule. You're, you're 0-3, I believe, in the last three. Well, that happens. I said happens. that happens, that happens, but... Uh, be once in my career. <laughs> but no, but no, but Brian's been red hot. Brian's been red hot. Uh, you're a big fan of Jimbo Mullins. But Brian, when we come back, we got some great stuff. Oklahoma Brian, Chip Cherimbus, Frank Perez back in three minutes. Stay tuned, folks. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. And now today's Bob Evans foodie lesson, nostalgic eating. Did you know there's a strong link between sense and emotional memory? The smell of different foods can evoke vivid and detailed emotional memories of our past. For example, the scent of a deep-fried corn dog may remind us of a state fair in the summer. Because odor-evoked memories tend to be positive, the smell improves the mood and produces feelings of social connectedness. And now a word from Bob Evans. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. All right, folks. Welcome back to Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez. Joined with Oklahoma Brian and in-house Chip Chirimbus. We're on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Well, Mr. Oklahoma Brian, I have... I've. You know, I've gone to some UNLV games over here, and you know what I'm going to start doing, buddy? I'm going to start bringing – I know you got something to say about this, but I'm going to start bringing in my own stuffed animals to the game just in case my team gets in – just in case I need an extra maybe going into overtime, I can do something about it. Now, Chip, now weren't you an official? You know, you know Chip was a referee. I was a high school basketball official, and then I moved on to um, college basketball, and I was doing uh, UConn freshman games when they had freshman teams. And I started in this business, and so I had to make a decision as to whether I was going to continue you know, officiating NCAA games or bet on them. Uh, I'm not like Donahue where I have a bet I can officiate on that. They, they sort of discourage that, you know, and uh, I, can't under- I can't believe that, that he's on a regular, like on virtually on um, Dan Levitard's show where he celebrated when this guy to me is one of uh, he's what a piece of garbage in my life. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I want to get to Donahue in the next segment because I have a lot <laughs> to, to say because it's really, I think, a much more fascinating story than people realize that the, 
well, the way the story has changed in the last 48 hours. But back to the stuffed animals. Keep going on the stuffed animals, guys. I want to well, hear well, Brian, this is this, is, this is this is what I was going to ask you. I'm I'm a UNLV Rebel fan, right? So I was thinking every time they go up to play in Reno, you know, I could wear my UNR shirt because I went to college there for a year. And if the Rebels get down, do I just throw my stuffed animal there on the court and but, give the – does Brian have a backdrop to what happened in this game? About um, I do, I do. Well, yeah, now, I, I have a question, Brian. Was the score tied and it was headed into overtime when this technical foul was called? Or was there any time uh, whatsoever on the clock? Because I would imagine if you're going to enter overtime and they call a timeout or a technical, that's how you would start the overtime and not end the original game. My understanding is the guy was fouled shooting uh, like as time expired. He was already shooting two free throws, and he got he was awarded an additional free throw, and I think he made maybe like two out of three, and that was the that. So they, they so won. they were actually they were still in play. It isn't like they broke between the regulation and broke for the for right. the overtime. They were still on the court right. when when this thing came out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, then it's the right so, call because I was wondering. I said, you know, once that buzzer goes, anything that happens after that should have been you know going into the overtime. But they were still on the floor here and shooting free throws, so it was probably the right call. But how do you determine if the fan is really a Georgia fan or if he's not that, a Mississippi State fan? This is what I said to um, Frank when we, when we opened up, right? I said, why don't we wear a visitor shirt and come in and, and throw stuff yeah. on, on the floor? But I guess it's the home team's responsibility. It's the, whole, it's the people that are putting on the show. Otherwise, don't allow anyone to come inside. Now, wow. Now, when you well, now, this, is a, uh, this is, this is going to be a great business for us because there's probably <laughs> – like an analytical uh, angle into picking out the ideal stuffed animal. I mean, like if you take the um, <laughs> six-foot six uh, you know, stuffed animal, he's not going to travel. No, you know? no, you got right. You got to be able to toss you it know, far enough to take get noticed for sure. Like, like a beanie baby, maybe you know. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think a beanie, uh, a beanie baby gets you a te- technical, no. Brian. It's still better than throwing a chair. Uh, but I don't, I don't. That's not good enough. But I'm wondering what you could get if you let say a live animal, let's say a chipmunk or a little cat or something. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you get? Uh, in, well, the AS, ASPCA will probably get on you. But I'm going to have to make the announcement at the end of the show again that there were no animals harmed in the filming of the show <laughs> during the filming of this show. <laughs> hey, no, no, but Chip, but I, but Chip, but now let's get down to it. So you're officiating a game, yeah. when, like when you officiated at UConn, right? And Let's say if you're in the same scenario and the fans throw a thing. Would you have awarded a technical? Um, depends how pissed off I was at the crowd. I mean, you know, believe me, these, these officials do have emotions during the game. And sometimes they actually sit there just waiting for a spot to happen. I believe that where they could, they could you know, hit somebody with something, a technical or a foul of some sort because of maybe the way he's El nasty and how they're playing the game or the officialness. I, I mean, there was, I think it was Larry Bird to say that this Bennett Salvatore and him, he just couldn't play in a game when Bennett Salvatore was officiating. But uh, I think that, that it's a tough call. If somebody throws something out and, uh, you know, if it's high school, I don't know. I don't know if I would have called it, uh, Frank. It, it depends on the situation there. Yeah. You know, but I know I know one thing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Brian would have been kind of a semi-liberal official, like the kind of official like that that lets the players play. But do you let the fans be fans too, Brian, or or would you have called it technical? Crowd control is very important. 
And the official has, has no. An official has a lot to do with it. I mean, like when he throws somebody out of the game, they have to well, leave the arena. They can't hang around. Same thing in baseball or football. I mean, they're escorted off. So keeping yeah. keeping decorum is part of the official's job. If someone's going to jump out of the stands and do that, throw stuff onto the floor, there's got to be repercussions. There's actually been a lot of academic uh, research on this on this issue in uh, psychology and economics journals, and there is like an optimum. Uh, you know, efficient way. There's, I think, if I remember correctly, it's kind of like the analogy I've heard in the past is it's like, it's kind of like a uh, substitute teacher that there's actually an incentive for, for being aggressive early in the game and calling, uh, especially in soccer. I think this is where, uh, this was the, uh, the focus of that paper was uh, there's, there's a, you know, there's actually a benefit to giving warnings or yellow cards early in a soccer match. Yeah, well, it actually results in better, you know, more orderly play. Down the throwing, road. throwing stuff on on the athletes are vulnerable. Throwing stuff on the field. Look what happened in, in Madison Square Garden a number of years ago. Someone threw a penny, a simple penny, on the ice when the Rangers were playing and ruined the guy's career. He hit the penny and his, oh, le- really? yeah, his knee got blown out. And um, oh, wow. you know, no one know where the penny came from. But you know, he he missed the rest of the season and is, he was never the same. Well, Brian, now oh. now now, uh-huh. let me ask you a question. Let's say this scenario would have happened going to the final four or in the final four of the Ooh. tournament. Now, the fan that threw the stuffed Actually, animal and cost, let's say, it, it, you know, it cost the other team, would he have been uh, like like Steve Bartman for the Cub, you know, in, you know, the Cub fan that was, his life was threatened and uh, he was shamed all over the Chicago but forever? If, or, you, if you're in a tournament, school, Frank, yeah. you're at a neutral site, so how are you going to assess a, um, a tactical against anybody? Well, let's say they let let's say they would they they would have tackled the guy that threw the teddy bear or the, well, whatever you, out you there. Well, you eject him, of course, but he's not. You can't penalize either of those teams if you're at a neutral site. No, no, but do you penalize the fan that cost the team yes, to go to the ha- final four? Yes, he has four? to be removed. He, he has to be removed. You know, because Steve Bartman still gets uh, you know threats, you know, life. And and he was in his Actually, right to get that ball. Yeah, I think that the Cubs fans have kind of made up with Steve Bartman. I think yeah. that um, that. I think that frostiness is uh, no longer there. But yeah, but why aren't they, are they kicked off the shortstop who had the one-hop double play to end the inning who just booted it and continued the inning after that? Exactly. I mean, uh, the Cubs said, crying about him to me, I, I, exactly. I, I just don't give them any credence at all. Plus the fact, like I said, the ball was in the stands. He didn't reach out over the stands. I mean, the, the player had to reach into the stand to get the ball. And tough spot for Bartman. I don't, I don't, I don't think Alou would have caught it. But no. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Chip, uh, Brian. If, if you really, you can't blame Bartman. It was that shortstop that cost. Yeah, him. they had, they had an ending ending double play, a one hopper, perfect. Dropped it, dropped it. Next thing you know, two more hits and they lose. Wow. And they were at home. They well, had a chance to come back to the plate and do something good too. You know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Brian, I mean, so 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 so, what do we do with this teddy bear issue? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's. Um, I think I think this will be replicated uh, somewhere else down the road. It's impossible to think that some idiot's not going to uh, throw something on, onto the floor with the idea of trying to get a uh, technical. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But we gotta, oh. you know, uh, now 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 you said because we gotta get ready for the next segment. But we we still got forty five seconds. But in the in the in the next segment. I can't wait till you and Chip go at it on this Donahue thing because <laughs> Rick and I really expounded on it on it yesterday. As pissed off as we were at this guy that we found out he, this clown's been doing it for four years. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah there's a lot of interesting angles to the story that, uh, that we didn't know for the last 
10 or 12 years. So let's uh, let's talk about that. I think it'll be a good uh, I was discussion. Very insulted. I was very hurt by that. Yeah, me, me too. So, so our whole next segment, we're going to talk about that. But I know the one thing, Brian, that's got to be irking you the most is that kind of irked me, but probably not as bad as you, is you wished probably that you could have been able to spy on the accounts that he was betting into, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know. And apparently people were. <laughs> so. Oh, here we go, folks. When we come back, it is Fifth Street Sports, Oklahoma, Brian, Chip Chirimbus. We're going to be all over Donahue. Back after this timeout. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570.
Welcome back, folks. Fifth Street Sports, Frank Perez, Chip Terimbus, Oklahoma Brian. We're on Sports Byline USA Radio Network, also streaming on iHeartRadio and American Forces. Okay, Brian, yesterday, uh, Florida Rick and myself, we talked a lot about the Donahue thing and, you know, the grossness of cheating in basketball when you're a, a zebra or a referee and you're able to control games like that. Well, we got we got a uh, uh, chip here has got a great story. Yeah. I think it might have been before your day, Brian. It was the Boston College uh, shaving scandal. Uh, yeah, well, before you get to Donahue, Chip is going to lead you in because he knows all yeah. about this. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what happened, Brian. I, would, I was teaching in, in Stanford High School, and they had a basketball player named Ernie Cobb that was so outstanding, but he came from a really bad place. He was using drugs early on. Before he was even in ninth grade, he had been arrested. But as a, soft, as a ninth grader and sophomore, he started maturing as far as being an athlete. He was All-State a number of years in a row and went to Boston College. At Boston College, he was in the middle of that, that scandal when um, Richard Kuhn went to jail and Sweeney was, was blackballed and Cobb was the focal point because he was the leading scorer, All-American nominee. And he never, ever got in trouble because he, his street smarts, Brian, were so good that whenever he met anybody, it was always a one-on-one and alone. So when Kuhn was giving him supposedly the $2,000 a game, no one saw it, no one could witness it. Everyone else took a hit. But the NBA did not draft him, did not use him. He's one of the leading scorers in the nations, and he did play professional basketball 17 years in Israel. And uh, I was a part of that when that was coming down. But this kid had street smarts, and he just didn't get caught. I mean, they tried. I mean, the bookmakers from Pittsburgh, they, this is where the whole thing stemmed from. But uh, the B.C. scandal was over. And as a matter of fact, 3030 did a profile on it um, just, the, I'd say, this past year. They interviewed Cobb, and he was clean dressed, jacket and tie, and he said he had nothing to do with it. But we know different. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw part of that special. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah. Ernie was – was, I'm going to tell you something. He was, he was a great football player. He was virtually impossible to tackle. He was sort of like um, a Barry Sanders type. And – the second day of football practice, they, they cut him from the team because he was, he was late getting out there, and he was in the locker room hanging around, and they didn't trust him to be there alone. So they just decided to let him go the second day of practice. But he did play professional basketball for 17 years. Wow. Well, uh, Frank, I'm not sure when you guys were discussing the Donahue situation yesterday, I just want to make sure that, that you understand what, what's changed, right? The, the story over the last – uh, 10 years or so. Uh, yeah, but it's been about 10 years, I guess, since since this broke. Everyone's pretty much been on the same page. Donahue, the NBA, and the Department of Justice have all kind of stuck to the same story, which is uh, the original story. Donahue, in fact, did time. And uh, actually, Donahue's a frequent guest on this network. I believe he's on Ron Barr's show from time to time. And I've actually emailed him uh, actually about getting him to come on to our show. So I'll just throw it out there in advance, but here's, here's what we know now, and here's what we used to think. Prior to this ESPN bombshell that came out this week, the story that everyone stuck to was that Donahue's uh, crime, if, in a sense, was that he, that he leaked confidential information about other referees' travel plans. And the story was that it wasn't that he was fixing games but that he was providing information that was crucial to people betting totals at other games, okay? Now ESPN comes out with a story that completely changes the, you know, the narrative of the, of the uh, story. And in their story, they basically say Donahue was fixing the games 
that these guys were getting down uh, substantially more money than anyone realized. And it was his games specifically that they were betting. So uh, what's interesting is a lot of people have argued that the NBA knew this all along and that they've actually been kind of complacent in, in keeping the previous version of the story out there because this, this version that ESPN is, is, is breaking is so harmful to the, uh, to the you, league. You know, Brian, if being aware of travel plans at a referees doesn't mean if they're going to have a bad game, they're going to have a bad game for both sides, aren't they? I mean, that doesn't necessarily give you an edge, I don't think. Well, the, the idea was that there are some referees that are way more over and under. And uh, gotcha. at, the time, at the time, the NBA didn't disclose who the referees were going to be. Like nowadays, the NBA announces the referees – uh, supposedly at 9 a.m. Eastern. In reality, it usually comes out before that, but they, that's, they're out by 9 a.m. every day. And the NBA nowadays, they kind of uh, they tinker with the assignments. They don't acknowledge this, but we all know they do. So they typically, you won't see, you know, three big under-referees doing the same game. Wow. But the NBA was, wasn't aware of this back then, and there would be games where, you know, where you'd see uh, – you know, like a big under guy like uh, Haywood Workman. and uh, I can see it working better with the totals and the sides, actually. Well, well that, was always, that was always Donahue's story, was that that's what, that was all that was going on. But now ESPN is saying, no, 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 it's way, way worse than anyone realized. I bet. And yeah. <laughs> now, now, you know, there's only one thing that I wonder about. This guy only got 15 months in federal prison. That's what uh, Rick... Rick said yesterday. Now, do you think in federal prison, because, you know, they go out to the yard and there's a lot of basketball games. Do you like, 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 do you think that, like, do you think that the inmates, I don't think it's a good idea to referee one of those games. I'll tell you. (laughs) I was wondering if, if, if um, they let him referee those games, but wow. I mean, gosh, Brian, I just wish we could have got that info, baby. This guy was 88%. It's a, it's a fascinating article. And, and, it kind of lets you into the world of NBA uh, officiating back when Donahue comes into the league because he comes in at a relatively young age in the area he's from, uh, Delaware uh, County, right outside Philadelphia, I guess is, it's like, you know, it's like the uh, cradle of referees. There's just a ton of NBA referees from this area. And uh, it makes you wonder, you know, if there's not another Donahue Still in the league, I, and I mean, there's probably not. But I will say, uh-oh. oh, you guys, hang, hang on a second, Brian. Okay. Look at this, you guys. Rockford is back, and I can absolutely document this. Uh, that is the Rockford is back, and here we go with his pick. He's got a double play on six sixteen, Hofstra over one forty four and a half. Now, folks, this is the real deal. I'm driving. I'm driving, uh, I think it was on either Rainbow or Jones, and I see the crew, you know, on the side of the road, the guys with the orange jumpsuits that are in federal prison, uh, you know, that are out on work release. And who do I see? Rockford. I saw, I, well, wow. and, and now I actually noticed him. I said, is that Rockford? So I, I, I yelled, is that Rockford? He says, yes, it is. Hofstra over today. Double play. <laughs> I said, okay, wow. you, you got it. So, uh. Anyways, he's back. Uh, all right, Brian. So finish up where you were. You were with uh, the. Oh, I, I was going to say it's it's debatable whether or not there's another dirty uh, referee in the NBA. Uh, there might not be. Maybe there is. I will say with a very high level of confidence, 
I think there are crooked officials in college basketball. And it's not, I'm not saying that uh, recklessly with, I just look, I think it's all about the math. I know what these guys get paid and it's so small relative to the amount of money that can be earned. Uh, I I just think that story is the, with the next to break and it might not break for another five years, but I, I have a feeling that's coming. I remember an, an official named Steve Hanzo, God rest his soul, who um, used to work at the Garden, at the college games, and all the NIT games, and all the big games, even to the, when the Big East was going on. And it just seemed like every time he was there that we knew the underdog had a really good chance of winning that game. And uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was sort of common knowledge among the gamblers, you know. I mean, who's on the game? If it's Hanzo, you know, I'm going to take the one and a half. <laughs> right. But, you know. But don't you guys think like if there's games, let's say when uh, Duke was given Boston College 19 or something, that it was so easily that to shave that game, like just just make them win by 11, just make them win by 12. Yeah, but you know, are the kids interested in that? Are are they, you know, how pure are they? Have they gotten to them, or are they getting to the officials? Are they going to try? It? The- you know, when you get a chance to beat up on a little guy, sometimes you'll do it to pad your stats. Yeah. Okay, so that that that's a great <laughs> uh, that's a great question, Chip. Like I would I would ask, and I I don't mean to pick on uh, I'm not going to mention any one player's names, but let's just ask this question: Who makes more money, a college official or a top college basketball player? In the long run, you know, no, this year, like <laughs> well, this year, I'm saying. You know, it's I can I can understand it's easier for a college basketball player to to um, to do something, but you know. The way those kids are protected now, it's difficult to run into. I, I would say in the Duke program, the North Carolina, those big-time programs, it'd be difficult for those kids to, to find time alone with these type of characters. Do you oh, know I'm, what I'm, I'm saying? I, mean, uh, I would think the that they're, they're really keeping a close, a close guard on these guys. No, we're on the same page. What I'm saying is uh, player X that attends the University of Kentucky might make 300000 this year playing basketball. Okay, <laughs> Maybe he makes more. Uh, a college official makes 3000 a game. Okay, they're That's independent contractors. Well, they're independent contractors. They have to pay for all of their travel, right? hotel, everything. Uh, so the guys at the absolute top of the pecking order are going to do like 85 games a year. And uh, then there's guys, you know, that maybe work just a dozen games a year. So, um, you know, but I, I think like your, your top uh, players, I think, are making – are making more than that, but uh, you think cash or just benefits? Cash, hey, duffel bags. Hey, hey, cash. hey, hey, Brian. You know, as as I was listening to you, um, I was you know now, now you can take the fifth on this one, okay? Uh, but but I just needed to ask you this because it just came to me. Um, in those days, had we been able to get into Donahue's accounts and spy on them, and we knew what was going on, had you been able to do that, and then you know you were making your bets out there. Would you still have bet him into some of your good bookmaker friends? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> you can good take the fifth on that. Good friends, no, but but yeah, most accounts, absolutely. But, I'm sure. but definitely, like and all the all the big books would have had no prayer, right? Every every good gambler rationalizes this and says, "Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving the guy." Back in three minutes, folks. Fifth Street Sports. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 a major data breach just exposed millions of Americans to a crime that could cost you your home. Here's retired FBI agent Art Fitzenmeyer for Home Title Lock. Title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes. And in a moment, I'll tell you how to find out if you're already a victim. Home mortgage files are kept online now, and breaches like this could put you at risk of losing your home. If you have a home loan through a major bank, your mortgage and private data may have been stolen. Scammers forge documents stating you sold your home. Then they'll take out loans on your property and stick you with the payments. You won't know until late payment notices show up or you get evicted. And no bank, insurance, or identity theft programs protect you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects you from title fraud. Now here's how to find out if you're a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your title scan and report. A $100 value free with sign-up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, Rick Tittle here. Spring is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those home projects done so you can spend spring and summer being with your loved ones. HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find the right pros for any project. Seriously, whether it's a small project like installing kitchen cabinets, next on my to-do list, or a big project like remodeling that kitchen, just go to HomeAdvisor.com and tell them about your project. In just seconds, you'll be matched with the best pros in the area for your exact job. You can read customer reviews, check availability, even book appointments online. And with their project cost guide, you can check what others paid for similar jobs in your area, no matter what home project you've been thinking about, painting, getting your gutters cleaned, even a big job like a new roof, HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find and hire the best pros in your area. Find a great pro now before the busy season hits. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. All right, guys, we are back. This is Fifth Street Sports. I'm joined with my co-host, Oklahoma Brian. We have Chip Terimbus in the house on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Guys, this is the third segment. It's Talk You Can Bet On. Yesterday, Red Hot, JoeyCasano.com, gives us Florida Plus 7, endorsed by Rick. We go 6-1. and one. I don't know if you guys are taking notes of this, but Joey gave me three games on Sunday and three in a row so far. So the guy is... The real deal, and I can't wait to have him on tomorrow, Brian, so you don't have to shame speaking him anymore. Of, uh, about... Speaking of Joey Cassano, we actually got a pick-in from him as well today. It's uh, game number 621, UL Monroe, plus five. And uh, that's through our YouTube live chat. Uh, if you want to watch us live, youtube.com forward slash 
this street sports. We have one other pick from a viewer, actually. So I think this would be interesting for you guys to uh, uh, go over it a little bit. It's from uh, uh, our viewer, Daniel Wages, uh, SUU minus two and a half. There it is. And by the way, Daniel, thank you very much for that pick yesterday. He gave us Rutgers in the first half plus nine and a half. Easy winner. They were up by seven. But, uh, you know, if Daniel keeps hitting at this rate, Brian, uh, we might have to draft him on the uh, Fifth Street team. What do you think? Uh, again, I think these are all imaginary friends. Of <laughs> I'm not convinced they're real people. Gotta see them. <laughs> Oh, really? Anyways, guys, now here's the real deal. Chip Chirimbus at chipwins.com. Chip, what's your uh, game for the folks? Well, tonight, um, I'll, I'll give you out a complimentary play, but uh, first I'm going to promo my top play tonight. It's called the, my Megabucks winner on chipwins.com is the battle between the Houston Rockets and the L.A. Lakers. Coming out of the break, you know, we know it. Harden scored 30 points or more, 31 consecutive games, and we got LeBron coming back who has said he's rededicated himself. We'll see what happens. I've got that listed as a top play. My complimentary winner today and um, is going to be the other big game out there where the Celtics are at Milwaukee, and Milwaukee, of course, went into the All-Star break, Brian, with the, um, the best record in the, in the East, and uh, they are a juggernaut against the points as well. Five and a half is a big number. That's the largest the Bucks have been against Milwaukee in a long time. I mean, against the, the Celtics. But I think Boston um, is putting it together, and Kyrie Irving is coming back tonight. So I expect the Celtics to get the money against the, the Bucks. So there you go, folks. Now with the quarterback. Brian, what do you got, buddy? So that makes sense. I actually did a, a analysis on this last year, and I completely forgot until we were going on the air that today's the first day after the All-Star break. I know last year... When I look at this, um, going back like 10 years, uh, big favorites actually do really well on the first day coming out of the break. But it's interesting. A lot of the line moves today have been on dogs. And uh, I'd say there's only one game that I really like uh, on the board tonight, and that's the Cleveland-Phoenix game going over. Garbage teams playing each other late in the year. It's one of my favorite uh, go-to moves. I'll be doing it a lot over the next month or two and i like uh phoenix cleveland over 221 tonight maybe the knicks should be in attendance they could pick up some hints on how to tank better oh <laughs> boy well they, these teams are really terrible you said they're garbage they're the yeah. worst in the nba the three of them cavaliers phoenix and the knicks and i don't think anyone's even close to being as bad as the three as the three of them are that's right yeah so Brian, just, just for documentation it's game 503 cleveland over 221 and of course, we got. We're going to have a lot of um, Rick's plays are coming in. Boy, we're, they're starting to come through. Let's see what we got here. Uh, why, don't, why don't you announce? I want to know what has ever happened oh. to that number one draft pick out of Arizona that went to Phoenix. What's he done this year? Yeah, no kidding. Witness protection program. Was it Alton? Alston? Uh, I don't even remember oh, his name no. anymore. It isn't like he's. He hasn't had any impact with that team. No. So, uh, okay, Rick actually has two NBA plays uh, tonight. Uh, and those two are the, well, is that even a law? Yeah, okay. He's got the Lakers plus three and Sacramento plus 12 and a half, which are, um, yeah, a couple yeah. dogs. Sacramento's um, at Golden State. Yeah, right. That, uh, I can understand the logic thinking maybe, you know, half of Golden State's team are, all-stars they didn't get uh nearly the break that sacramento did and but uh i don't know it feels like 
it feels like you're betting against it feels like you're betting on the Washington Generals when you're betting <laughs> well, against you know, uh, the Golden State Sacramento Warriors. Teams- the Sacramento team's been uh, a pretty good play this season. I mean, they're up over yeah. 500 now, and, and uh, they've got some young talent there. And I thought this line was 11.5, even for Golden State. I thought it was a very strong number against a, a team like the Kings have been playing as well as they have. Yeah, yeah. How about the total in this game? Two, almost 240, 239. Well, they're expecting them to run it, both sides to be running, and I guess. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hey, but but Brian, but have you noticed like as we as weak as we started this season um, on in the NCAA, we were we we're doing very poorly. How hot between Rick, you, and even Joey and I? Well, not me so much. I'm just like three and one, three <laughs> and two, I think. But you guys have been. Do you see the turnaround in this? I mean, the, I have such confidence in in your guys's NCAA stuff right now. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's um. Well, it's the shoes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's time of the season now where these games oh. are sort of setting up. I mean, at least for me, I had a great weekend yeah. week. And last, yesterday, the Georgetown comes to play. It just seems like the type of the, time of the year when the big games and the big money are on the line that we're able to evaluate them a little bit stronger. Yeah. No, these guys are red hot. Yeah, yeah that's true. And, and the, the best thing about basketball late in the year with college basketball is you're getting more public money making its way into uh, the market. Yeah. And that yeah. can only help. Speaking of that, you know, guys, there's something that uh, there's a few listeners that have wrote in, Brian, because we give out some games sometimes and we forget to give out game numbers. If you if you really want to get your rotation and game numbers so you can follow along, because there's a lot of college college basketball games, go to freesportschedules.com. We're going to have it up on the graphics tomorrow. Freesportschedules.com. This way, when we give out a game, a uh, Hofstra, we forget to give you a game number. You can go right to it. But, but Rick, now, I mean, uh, Brian. Also, why don't you give out, because Rick is messaging in some of his college plays. Why don't you release those also? So he's got two college plays tonight, and uh, I know the plays, but I don't know the rotation, so uh, give me a second. Okay, he's got uh, 601 UCF plus 7.5. That makes sense. That's going to be a great game. And uh, 608 uh, Minnesota plus 5. A couple bubble teams there. Now, do you endorse those? Uh, I mean, like, as, like, as, no, no, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we know, we know how good he is, but do you, uh, would you say to double down or a unit and a half on these? Uh, I, I like him. I, I certainly wouldn't bet against them. Both plays make, yeah. uh, make sense uh, to me. USC's had a great too. year. US, they've had a great year. Um, and I think they're at Cincinnati. Is that right? That 601 game? You, yeah. You yeah. And uh, that should be an interesting matchup because, uh, you know, Cincinnati's gotten off great, and they, they've really played really well, but now they're coming back to the pack against the points, whereas they built up an early point spread record, and now they're sort of either winning games, but they're just not quite getting there with the number. Well, Brian, the big uh, – you've been a pro-Cincinnati most of the year, right? Uh, yeah, I've been riding the Cincinnati train for a while this year. But I yeah, like they've, had, they've had some great wins for us. Now, just to yeah. clear it up with the folks, Brian, we, we, we want to know which way you're heading. You know, you're heading on what train. You're still on the anti-Nick anti-Knicks train, right? I am. I am. Now, is yeah. there any... What about Oklahoma State? Did you get off the off the train on them, or are you still heading against them? Uh, I like them at home in the first half in the right matchups. They're, I think they're a gritty team, and, and they're shorthanded, but they play well, and uh, they're a good first-half team. I'll tell you the team, speaking of Oklahoma teams, I don't want to get too far off track because i got to uh, play, but one of the most fascinating... Well, there's two really fascinating bubble teams this year. One is Oklahoma 
who I want to say they're like five and nine. No, they've only played 13 games. Maybe they're four. They might be four and nine in conference, yet they're 30th in the RPI. And I've noticed a lot of the bracketology sites have them in the tournament, which makes no sense to me. But, um, you know, Brian, don't you think they have to win some of these games? It's one thing to be playing a tough schedule, but shouldn't you beat somebody to get there? I totally agree. They had no business being in last year. it's, It's amazing. And conversely, there's a uh, one of the I think the most interesting bubble team in years is going to be South Carolina this year. They're 13 and 12 against Division One teams that they played one Division Two game, so we'll throw that out. They're 13 and 12, which is horrible, but they're in second place in the SEC. <laughs> I think they're nine and four in the SEC. I, I don't ever remember seeing a team with a more bizarre tournament resume than that, and they and they have a fairly easy schedule coming down the stretch. So I'm not sure how the committee handles a team like that. You know, Chip, there was something yeah, you had, a, I think, uh, now, no pun intended, but but uh, before the show, Chip, I yeah. think you had a chip on your shoulder. I do, and you should yeah. be with me on this one, Brian. He harassed the right. heck out of us last week when we said about the Super Bowl performance about Gurley that I said there's either something very, very wrong where he's, gonna, he's not going to be playing with the Rams or he was injured, and, of course, my main hand, my yeah. man Frank here, like chastised us that we were like crying sour milk yeah, over having kinda, the wrong side. You know, more conspiracy guys. You guys, <laughs> all <laughs> no, the losing people. Did you see what C.J. Anderson said? They, they just had a press that. release. He says he's a hurt. He's hurt a lot worse than people realize. He didn't play the last two games of the regular season and only had like 14 carries, 45 yards in the two playoff games. So they said he is really. He was really hobbled. He was really hurting, and he still didn't know specifically what it was. So Gurley. You and I may be on the same page because I, I think now, that he's either hurt or there's something wrong and you got to get rid of him. Now, I mean, I'll give you that, Chip, and I apologize, but 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 <laughs> no, that's what, all see, fun. No, 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 but but what it sounded like to me was because I've lived in Vegas 55 years. It sounded like to me like after certain games or races, you'll go to the back of the sports book where the all the losers of that particular yeah. race or game are and they have all these conspiracy yeah, theories yeah. But like if, like but, the ones you guys were coming no, up if with. You had, no, there was no conspiracy. I was just thinking that he was injured and it, it wasn't revealed and I would have been just as happy playing the under and winning with the under in that game. They only scored three points but the... Um, I think they did a disservice to the NFL, Brian. I think that they were they should have notified people that he was hobbled or he was hurt because for a guy yeah. who led the NFL in rushing yardage and total touchdowns to get the ball touch the ball fourteen times in the two biggest games of the year, I have to think something's up. I, I think they should lose a draft pick for it. I mean, I, there was speculation before the Super Bowl; people were questioning, uh, you know, the Rams organization asking if he what his status was, and they insisted that he was healthy. Yeah, and. and uh, did, didn't he lose a full year for an injury coming out of Georgia? I mean, so yeah, that's there, right. there could be a recurrence or, or problems going on there, and they just didn't reveal it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, otherwise, I can't figure out why this guy didn't play. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. But 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 you got to understand, it did sound like you know sour grapes, like you guys were, you know, like he had the, fourteen carries in two yeah. games. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you, you know, that. I hey, mean, it was just I'll, it was a matter of. I mean, even <laughs> if we had if we had the winner. You have to I'm question why out, this was happening. I'm going to throw out a college play. Uh, okay. Good. Wait, let's and write it down. I, boy, it annoys me to have to call out this rotation number because it's so damn long. <laughs> but uh, I, and to conform with your rules, Frank, here, here it goes. No, but rotation, it's worth uh, it, Brian. You're fabulous in these games. Everybody on the thing is waiting for your long rotation game number. You're, you're, you're really hot the at added those. game. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is extra added. Uh, 307. <laughs> Two six zero 
Radford, I believe they would be the Highlanders uh, <laughs> playing Winthrop uh, tonight, laying five and a half. And uh, that's a good play from a really good source. So there, so there it is, guys. One of the strongest uh, plays in Fifth Street history is Brian's long rotation number, uh, added extra games. I believe you might be five or six and zero. Uh, I think Jimbo Mullins are one of those that's your fan on these added games. Game. It sounds like a like a like a Chinese phone number three zero seven two six zero. I'm I'm going to interrupt you real quick. We got to go to break real soon. But uh, Jimbo actually came and said something very nice, uh, and I figured you guys would like to uh, hear it. Uh, Jimbo Mullins. Uh, thanks for all the great info, guys. Been making a ton lately, all because of you guys. Hey, that? Jimbo, thank um, you very much, buddy. Yeah, well, so we we got to go to break soon, though, Frank. So. All right, let's let's go to break, uh, folks. We're going to come back and wrap it up. We got to take a timeout. Back in three minutes. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports this is our closing segment, so we got to kind of go quick. We're going to recap some of the selections from the good guys we have here on. Uh, Ch- chipwins.com, Chip's uh, free play was the Celtics plus five and a half right. from Milwaukee. Okay, now, Brian, here's our thing from the team here. We got Joey Cassano comes in on UL Monroe plus five. That's game six, uh, what was it, uh, 621. Now, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. From you and Rick, we got UCF plus seven and a half, Minnesota plus five. That's game six oh eight. The Lakers plus three, Sacramento plus twelve and a half. You gave out Cleveland five oh three over two twenty one, and then the highlight or the bonus game or the bonus ball game of the day is your three oh seven two six oh Radford minus five and a half. That's it. Brian, what color are Radford uniforms? <laughs> red. <laughs> what? Red? No. Are you saying that because they begin with an R? Uh, no, I believe the, I believe they are uh, they are red. And hey, didn't the, Winthrop uh, make the tournament recently? I mean, within the last five years or whatever. Yes, yeah. Winthrop's been good historically. Winthrop Eagles. Yeah, Radford is in uh, the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Uh, a little bonus wow. uh, factoid. How about that? Yeah. How about that, Brian? Hey, uh, Frank, are we going to send Nike a bill for that uh, Duke play last night? With the, uh, I hope there. I hope whichever eleven-year-old uh, made those shoes in Vietnam for Zion Williamson <laughs> is uh, identified and punished swiftly. If I was a competitive company, I'd sign him immediately and roll this roll the commercial and just say, "We're not Nike," and just have that, <laughs> yeah. that shoe come flying off. Hey, Brian, why don't we bring in that story tomorrow? That should be pretty interesting, you know. Let's do it. But, uh, oh, speaking of tomorrow, Brian, guess who's coming on the air tomorrow? Uh, I'm almost in Missouri. I'm in Oklahoma. I'm one state away. So I say. uh, It is Joey Cassano tomorrow is going to be on the air. So you don't have to shame Mr. Snuffleupagus. How do you call him? Snuffleupagus. He'll be on the show tomorrow, folks. Joey Cassano, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Chip Chirimbus, Oklahoma Brian, Frank Perez. See you tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. 